your beliefs become words. Words become actions. Actions become habits. And habits determine where you go. This is the Motivation Factor Podcast. Uh, Super excited for today's episode is I have a personal friend of mine, a super successful entrepreneur, uh, Travis. Uh, Travis Ventrellum. Let me tell you about Travis. Travis has done well over six figures online and has helped countless people along the way. So he's actually currently a traveling preacher and he actually has a company that specializes in e-commerce. Fun fact, in his current coaching program, he has over 300 students that's continuing to grow every day. And quick plug, if you guys want to check him out, you can get him at travisventrella.com. You'll check out my my social media stream and I'll have... uh, the uh, connection on there for you guys to check out too as well. I'll have a link posted up there for you. So we're going to get right to it. Hey, Travis, say hi. Hey, everyone. It's great to be here. Michael, thank you so much, man, for having me on. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, listen, guys, uh, guys and gals, the whole purpose of the podcast, and as I spoke with Travis about, is just to bring value, value-based content for you guys. The whole goal is you're better after listening to this podcast than before you came in. So if we build your belief, if we motivate, if we inspire, then the podcast, I myself and my guests have done their job. So we're going to get right into it with kind of a Q&A type of thing here. So Travis, let me ask you, man, six figures. What within this, within this year alone, in a couple of months, actually, we were talking before, but uh, what would you say you attribute your success to? Honestly, man, that is, that is such a great question. And it's actually a question I get quite often. And uh, honestly, I am actually a firm believer, so I'd attribute all my success to Jesus, I mean, (laughs) clearly. But other than that, I would definitely have to say, and uh, I would definitely have to say what I would accredit it to is a principle. And one of the principles is there's a famous saying from, from the Bible, actually, that says, as a man thinketh, so is he. And I was able to develop a belief pattern where I knew that if other people could do it, so can I. Mm. And just just a quick side note on that is there's a guy named Roger Bannister, okay? And he ran the four-minute mile. Now, before that, people said it was impossible to do. It couldn't be done. And people would say things like, your, your lungs will literally explode in your chest or something like that if you even tried to attempt it. And then here comes, comes along a guy named Roger Bannister who broke the four-minute mile something very interesting happened. The moment he broke it, countless other people broke it as well. And it was because they saw that he did it. So they believed that they could do it too. And so I would definitely say belief is one of the critical things is, uh, you know, I would even go on to say 80% of success comes from just your mindset and belief, knowing that it's possible. Okay. I appreciate that. That's good. That's good. So let me ask a follow-up question to that. So we can then both agree that belief plays a huge part. Um, What do you think, you obviously know, so what are some skill sets you think people need if they desire to be a successful entrepreneur, an entrepreneur just like yourself? Sure. I mean, there's multiple, but a few I could give you off the top of the rip is if I were to give you three things, it would be these three things, okay? Number one, developing a belief pattern. You know, whatever you believe you can become, you will become. And so it's very important to get things right in the mind because once you get things right in the mind, 
everything else in your life will line up. So number one would be belief. Number two would be, I would definitely have to say number two would definitely be, um, I would go with massive action. Okay. Many people have dreams and visions and these belief patterns on doing something great in life. And the reason many people never experience those is because they lack discipline. They lack massive action. And one of my buddies and I, like years ago, were talking about this one thing called speed of implementation. It's not just about doing something perfect. It's doing it now. Okay. Many people have this mindset that it has to be perfect. It has to be perfect before I can launch it. And that is a wrong mindset to have. Really, you just need to take massive action and not not be afraid of failure and not be afraid of messing up and not be afraid of it not being good enough because there's always going to be someone that could learn from what you have to offer. So I definitely say number two, uh, a very important principle is massive action, taking massive action. The moment you have an idea, the moment you believe you have a, have something that's a win, go for it. Just just step out, just go and do it, just go and make it happen. And then honestly, I would say, I would say number three would definitely, definitely have to be, um, so number one, belief, number two, massive action. And then I would say number three, mentorship. Look, the reality is everyone needs a mentor, okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, you even look throughout, throughout time, like I would say one of, another thing I would attribute my success to is is um obviously i i give a lot of it to that core principle of belief but another thing is mentorship okay you know there there's a verse in the bible that says um in hebrews 6 12 be followers and imitators of those who by faith have obtained the promises of god in other words be a follower and imitator of someone who's successful in life and it's not that deep but if you want to be a multimillionaire, you should not be getting advice from someone who's poor and on the side of the street. You need to get advice from someone who's already there. Okay, so whatever it is you want in life, you need a mentor in that area. Everyone needs like a fitness coach or everyone needs a financial advisor. And I don't mean literally as in they have to be on the phone with you one on one. You could actually just look certain people up and find out what they're doing to get those results. Like I don't have a personal one-on-one um, <laughs> body coach or fitness yeah, coach. Yeah. I just, I just found, I found someone who got shredded in 90 days and I'm actually, I'm on day 40 right now and I'm getting shredded myself. <laughs> and all I did was just find out what it is they're doing. Mm. You know, it's not that deep. Mm. And it's the same thing in business. When I got started, when I was 16, you know, I was making $2,000 a month. And then at 18, I was making $38,000 a month. Well, why was there that sudden change? It was because I connected myself to someone who was highly successful in what it was I was doing. And I found out, okay, what is it that they're doing? And I started to do that. And it's something you could learn. Like if you're listening to this right now, you need a mentor, whether it's someone you get on the phone with, or whether it's someone you watch on a YouTube video. And this podcast is a perfect example because you could get things on this call in, in 30 minutes or an hour or however long this is going to be. And you could save yourself years of trial and error and failure. You know, there, there's a famous quote that's a smart man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. So when you have a mentor, everything changes. The game changes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. 
Travis, he's spitting fire right now on this podcast. <laughs> Listen, let me ask. Let me ask another question then, because this is good. I, I, I love this. This is so good. I, I'm getting so much out of this. Um, for those who have who who have that entrepreneurial spirit built in, who maybe have tried a few things and it didn't work out. They tried and they failed. They tried and they failed, and for whatever reason. They, they couldn't make it work. For some of them, um, maybe it just wasn't enough action. For some of them, maybe it was the, in their minds, they're thinking it was the, the wrong idea. So let me ask you this. How did you know when you had the right idea? Well, that that is such a great question. Now, going back to when I was 14, I just to kind of give a little background here is I grew up in a broken home. All three of my brothers went to prison. I was told I would never amount to anything. I would never you know, I was told I would end up in prison and jail, probably kill someone even by the age of 16. Wow. And so at 14, you know, I was at a place in my life getting in trouble, almost expelled from school multiple times. And I had my two heroes, my brothers that were in prison. So wow. life wasn't necessarily all pretty and looking good. Sure. And so when I was just about to turn 15, my oldest brother called me from prison and he was like, bro, you don't have to go down the same path as me you could change your whole life around. And it was in that moment where it felt like someone finally believed in me. Mm. And so he he told me to read a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And so I got this book, read it. And, and by God's grace, within a week, my whole mindset had shifted. Wow. It had completely changed. And I said, you know, what? I'm going to be a multimillionaire one day. I'm going to be successful in business. And that's just in that moment what I felt. And without getting too much into detail, I'll tell you this is <laughs> – so here I am, my whole mindset's changed. And now it's like, okay, how, how, do, how do I become a millionaire? Right. Where do I start? Right. What business do I start? What venture do I start? So I started thinking about what it is I currently do and people would be willing to pay for mm. it. And one of the things at the time was I would, you know, cut my grass, you know, for my mom as a chore and I would, you know, plow the driveway during the winter time. And so I actually said, hey, you know, I'm sure there's people willing to pay a 14, 15 year old to do this stuff. And so, you know, that was the first venture I got into. I made, you know, I probably made a good few hundred dollars a month mowing lawns. Oh, and then in the winter season, I would make a good, you know, when it, when it would snow, I'd make a good 500 bucks wow. having, having a few customers. So Kidding. it, Obviously, it wasn't life-changing income, but it was definitely a start. And I knew that I did not want to do physical labor my whole life. Mm. So I quickly had to discover like, okay, what is it I could do to get money to work for me? And so I went on to start like 10 different business ventures and they all failed. And I invested time, money, energy. I mean, I invested so much money. I literally had no money left after all the failures. No kidding. So, you know, okay. <laughs> Just to be, just to be honest, you know, yeah, I'm over yeah, here, yeah. you know, 15, 16 years old. I remember there was this one thing I did because Mike, one, one of the things that really intrigued me was the ability to make money online. Mm. Like how I, I, I love the idea of being able to be anywhere in the world and make money. And so at 16 years old, after all the failures, I spent literally a year and a half reading books and starting all, all of these different ventures only to fail. And I'm like, what is going on? You know, my mindset's right. I believe I'm going to become a millionaire. Nothing's happening. Nothing's changing. Yeah. And so it was in that moment where I joined, like something popped up on my computer and it said, make, you know, an extra 300, 300 to $500 a week online. And I was like, wow, this is interesting. Watched a few videos and I signed up for the program that was like 50 
fifty dollars a month and whatnot. Okay. And so it was it, it was practically an MLM. It was an online MLM. <laughs> um, I, okay. So man, I like I, I was about to go all in with this. They had ten thousand dollar packages. I didn't have ten thousand dollars in the bank at the time, but right. I, was, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna figure a way to go all in and sure not. And so I just started implementing the strategies. And within thirty days, I made my first forty dollar or no, it was like twenty five, twenty six dollars a month residually. Okay. And that lasted for about six months. And I was actually going negative because my fee was $50 a month. And I was only getting paid $26 a month. So for like six months straight, man, I was going negative literally to the point where I knew that like, this is not working. I'm over here spending two hours a day or maybe an, I would say a good two hours a day, like just on this one thing and nothing was happening. And so... I remember I came across this concept of of making money through e-commerce, selling physical products through the internet. Mm. And I took this program. It cost me $20. And I actually made $25 within my first hour. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have something here. And then next thing you know, I turned it into $2,000 a month. And then I started doing all this e-com stuff. And then by the age of 18, I was doing $38,000 a month. But Ooh. not to get too far from the question, the, the point being is this, is like, we've all had failures, but we cannot allow failures to stop us from moving forward. Mm. You know, many times there's going to be external circumstances. Matter of a fact, you'll find out that some of the most successful people had some of the hardest challenges growing up. Some of the most successful people were high school dropouts. Some of the most successful people went through so much business failures. There was one guy who is a multi became a multimillionaire and lost all of his money and some overnight and completely he went from multimillionaire to like negative 300 million dollars wow. wow and so you know many people don't realize like the amount of risk people take when they're higher up and then but because of his mindset in a matter of a year not only did he come out of debt but he became a multi-billionaire. And so the reality is, is we can't allow setbacks to break our back. Mm. You know, we have to let allow setbacks to bring us back to reality okay. and then do something about it. And so the reality is we can move past the failure. So what I would say is don't give up, don't give in, don't quit. Your breakthrough is right around the corner. Just keep moving forward. Hey, okay, okay. Let me ask you this to follow up specific to that question and how you answered it. How do you personally handle adversity and doubt when that creeps in? You know, that's a great question. I would say um, one of the biggest things, because adversity faces all of us to some degree, you know, the moment you, you know, at one point, let's, let's use this as an example. Let's say your goal is to make $10,000 a month, right? Okay. And there are so many external circumstances taking place. And let's say you have this business venture that you believe it's possible to do that. And the adversity could be certain circumstances causing you to not hit that goal. Well, then you could finally hit that goal. And then the next goal is $20,000 a month. And then there could be external factors and circumstances that try to limit that. So the point is, you know, we all have um, doubt that tries to creep in. You know, people who make six figures have the doubt, like, how am I going to become a millionaire? And then 
you know, millionaires have the doubt, like, how do I become a multimillionaire? Mm-hmm. And the list goes on and on. So mm-hmm. in my case, you know, one, one of the goals is to hit seven figures in one of my companies by the end of this year. And, um, you know, we're definitely making moves and at six figures already, but you know, the goal is seven figures. And so some of the, some of the things that tried to hinder that and come against that is obviously like, um, you know, is it possible? What systems do we have to put in place to ensure we hit that goal? So what I would say is like how I personally handle it is again, going back to that thing. Number one, I I believe it's possible. Number two, I take action based on everything I know to be true concerning my field of expertise. Mm -hmm. And I just keep moving forward with that. And then the thirdly is like, I have people who are already hitting seven, eight, and even nine figures in this industry and so all I do is I just know that as long as I keep moving forward, that I'm going to hit those goals. Come on. All right. All right. Well, listen, do you, uh, you plan on retiring ever? Uh, that's, a, that's a great question. I actually do not plan on ever retiring. And if I ever come to that mindset, I plan on refiring. <laughs> <laughs> and part of the reason is, you know, I love what I do. And there's many, I mean, even in ministry, like my pastor, he, he's the type of person that will tell you he's never retiring. And, and part of the reason is you have to love what you do, Mike. You have to have a love for what it is you do. And if you truly love what you do, it's not a job. Like everything I'm currently doing, I'm actually in the middle of a church plant with one of my pastors. Okay. And everything I'm currently doing in life, I love it. Like I enjoy it. I, matter of fact, that's the only reason I'm even doing the business stuff I'm doing. I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it because I enjoy the process and the journey. And Mm. I personally never see myself retiring. I see myself just keep keeping on going because when you live for purpose, you can't stop. Oh, say that, say that last part again. Say that part again. When you, when you live for purpose, you can't stop. You know, when you live, when you, when you have a greater purpose and a force, not only pushing you, but pulling you, there's no way you could stop. And there's many people like, you know, when God created man, he put gifts inside each and every one of us. And those gifts are not just for you. Those gifts are gifts for the world. And there are people that are depending on your gift. And if you don't get moving, people are going to miss out. You know, it's not just about you becoming successful. It's about all the people that God wants you to be able to impact so that they can become successful themselves. That's it. That's it right there. That's money. Woo. That's money. That's good. <laughs> Let me ask you this uh, in, in, in wrapping up here. If you had one piece of advice to somebody just starting out, what would it be? If I had one piece of advice for someone starting out, in entrepreneurship or going after your dreams and vision, it would hands down be this dream bigger. And the reason it's this is I actually, I've read countless books over the years. And this one book I was reading was of a multi, multi-millionaire. And um, in this book, he talked about the power of belief and dreaming and visions and how he attributes his success to all of those principles and core factors And uh, one of the things he said is if he, and this is a multi, multi millionaire. I mean, this guy is set, his kids are set, his family's set. And he said, if he were to go back in time, he would have dreamed bigger. And so many times um, 
what people are facing is, you know, some people are $400 away from bankruptcy. Mm. And that's not a lot of money when you think about it. Right. But to some people, that's a lot of money. That's like, <laughs> that's $400 away from bankruptcy. Right, right? right. So the thing is, sometimes it might be challenging based on the situation or circumstance you're currently in, you know, or environment you're in. But you have to come to this place of just dreaming bigger, like whatever it is that you truly believe will happen is of, at some point in life, if you truly believe it, it's going to happen. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Come on. So dream bigger, dream bigger. My, my number one piece of advice is dream big. Your dream is too small. 10X that thing, 100X that thing. All right, all right. Travis, listen, we're just flowing here. I just... I know I said in wrapping, but I, I got I got another question because uh, j- j- no just just because uh, thanks man uh, just the marketplace currently where it's at uh, with this whole COVID nineteen this pandemic everything that's going sure. on we're seeing the effect of fear in the marketplace so I wanted to ask what do you see the effect of fear is playing in the marketplace currently number one and how does one overcome that fear. Absolutely. You know, the reality is over time, there has been multiple crises. There's been multiple, um, you know, situations in life that were very tragic. And I mean, you look throughout history and all that people go through. I actually saw this post of, I, I can't quote everything word for word at all, but pretty much the post was like people who are born in the 1900s had to go through all of these wars and depressions and financial collapses. And they went through that all the way up to the age of 70. And many people still prospered in the midst of it. And in the current state of the game and where everything's out in the world is we actually still have it better than those people in the 1900s. And so one of the things is like fear is false evidence appearing real. Mm-hmm. And so what people in this season have to be careful of is allowing that fear to paralyze you and, and keep you like pinned in, in this doubt and unbelief and fear that fear literally will cripple you if you let it. And so me personally, during the whole COVID-19 is my businesses have actually been thriving. Okay. And, and I bring that all back to covenant with God and all that stuff, you know, but without getting too deep into that, the, the number one thing is you have to realize that everything is still like the world's still going to go on and on regardless of what happens. Obviously, adversity comes to us all. Adversity comes to business all the time. Adversity could come to your household. And the reality is it's what you do in that moment that determines who you really are. Mm. And so you have to just come to a place where you, you kick fear out of the way and you actually look, regardless of what happens in life, there's always an opportunity to capitalize. What do I mean by that? Travis, how could you say something like that in the midst of COVID-19? Well, it's simple. Many, many people could actually capitalize and take this time of being shut inside and read books and educate yourself on how to become a successful entrepreneur or philanthropist or whatever the case is. Like you could literally use this time to, to come up with a billion dollar, million dollar idea that could revolutionize the world. So even in the midst of all the chaos, and I'm not trying to downplay it at all. You know, the reality is a lot of people are facing some incredible fears. You know, countless people have been laid off. The unemployment rate is through the roof. And uh, obviously our economy took a hit, but 
the question is, what are you going to do? Are you going to allow it to paralyze you in your seat and do nothing and die? Or are you going to allow it to put some fire on your rear end and get moving? Mm. And so that, you know, it's like option A or option B. I choose option B. Let, let the flame hit my, my butt and let me go. <laughs> you know, let me, let me, let me like take this time to study and learn and, and grow and build. And so even in the midst of chaos, there's always, there's always an opportunity. There's always a way out. There's always a way out. You look throughout history, there's always a way out, regardless of what we face. That's good. That's good. One more question, I promise. Last one. <laughs> taking taking the you now. Right now, the, the, the time is 6.24 p.m. It's uh, the, the date here. It's Monday the 18th uh, of May. Knowing what you know now, if you could go back in time to the you back when you were 16, when you were first starting off, everything that you know now, you had to give some quick advice to yourself. What would it be and why? That's a great question. And, you know, really, it, it all goes back to this. I would, I know I mentioned them already before, but, um, you know, it's such a great question because it's a question we all ask ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is what would we do differently, you know, if even, even a multimillionaires? And here is one of the things I would do differently is number one, if I were to go back in time, Let's say I were to go back in time and lose everything and didn't didn't have any of that stuff. Yeah. And, and you know, lost all of my income, lost all my money, businesses, sure. projects, all that stuff. But knowing what I know now, right? Yeah. I would definitely instill the factor of belief. Number one, knowing that all things are possible. I could have whatever it is I want in life. You know, I could, I could, I could be a millionaire if I want to be a millionaire, whatever I set my mind to, I can accomplish. So number one is belief. Number two is what I would do. I would definitely hands down find a mentor. Who is it that has what I want in life and what is it they're doing? I would literally study them for, for, for 30 days straight and find out what it is they're doing. Mm. And, and I would literally find out what they're doing and get those results. And number three, I would, I would just take massive action on, on everything I learned, but we all have skills and abilities. So I would, I would take all of my skills and ability and turn it into content that I could sell Okay. and, you know, probably, probably launch a course and whatnot, but really it just, I know it sounds so simple, but it's, it, it's just the reality. Like if, if I were to go back in time, I would, I would just, I would say this, I would just act quicker. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, I wouldn't take so long. I wouldn't take so long to jump into something. Mm-hmm. I would just take massive action instantly and just go for it. Okay. That's good, man. That's good. Hey, Travis, uh, appreciate you, man. I appreciate you coming on the show. I appreciate you sharing your heart. Um, and that's a, uh, Uh, That's all the time that we have on the podcast today. Your beliefs become words. Words become actions. Actions become habits. And habits determine where you go. This is the Motivation Factor Podcast.